0: In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Isaiah 44, verses 24 through 28, where I'll ask the question, how great is the God of the Bible? Isaiah 44, verses 24 through 28 says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, who formed you from the womb, I am the Lord who made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by myself, who frustrates the signs of liars, and makes fools of diviners, who turns wise men back and makes their knowledge foolish, who confirms the word of his servant and fulfills the counsel of his messengers, who says of Jerusalem he shall be inhabited, and of the cities of Judah they shall be built, and I will raise up their ruins, who says to the deep, Be dry. I will dry up your rivers, who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, and he shall fulfill all my purpose, saying of Jerusalem, she shall be built, and of the temple, your foundation shall be laid. Isaiah talks about the foolishness of idolatry, how it's absolutely insane to think that some created thing can have mastery over the created world, how it's absolutely foolish to believe that Some statue, some piece of bronze, some piece of metal, some piece of stone or wood could have some kind of impact in the world that is greater than the impact that the Almighty Creator of all things has. And after that said, he gives this message from the Lord talking about the greatness of God, the greatness of the God of Israel, the greatness of the God of the Bible, who is the creator of all things and who controls all things. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Isaiah 44, verses 24 through 28. Thought number one, creation. How great is the God of the Bible? Well, the God of the Bible creates all things And isn't limited to one particular sphere of authority, but he has authority over everything that is in existence. This is how great the God of the Bible is. He is the one who has formed you as an individual, and he is also the one who has formed everything else that you will ever interact with. Because he is the God of all creation. He has stretched out the heavens. He has mastered everything. And demonstrates his authority over it all. God is the God of creation because he has made it. And he has ultimate authority over it all. Thought number two, covenant. The Lord is a God who keeps covenant with his people. The Lord has made promises to the people of Israel. He has done this throughout his interaction with them all the way back to Abraham. And he has made his promise that Through Abraham and his descendants, all the world will be blessed. And it is he, the God of the Bible, who is going to take these people who are going to be suffering immensely, who are going to suffer greatly at the hands of the Babylonians, and he is going to take them, and he is going to put them back where they are taken from. He is going to take them and he is going to have them rebuild the cities of Judah. They're going to rebuild the great city of Jerusalem. They are going to rebuild the temple. And the reason why all of this is going to take place is because God has a covenant relationship with these people. And when God makes a covenant with his people, that covenant is kept. This is the beautiful thing of the Lord, the God of the Bible. He makes his promises and he keeps them. It isn't reliant upon anybody else, but he makes sure that his promises are fulfilled by the virtue of his own power, authority, and control that he demonstrates in all the world. Thought number three, future. The God of the Bible has control over all things, including those things that have not yet come to pass. Here in Isaiah 44, he talks about Cyrus And he talks about how Cyrus is going to be the one through whom God places the people of Israel back into their homeland. And this is a promise that the Lord has made, that he has control, not over just all the things that are happening now, but he has control over future events, things that we have yet to experience or even know about. The God of the Bible has mastery over those things as well. And we see here in Isaiah 44, an image of that very thing, because he mentions Cyrus by name, that king who is going to send the remnant back into the promised land to do the work of rebuilding Jerusalem and rebuilding the temple and resettling the land with God's covenant people. See, a lot of times we tend to think of God as just existing like us, existing in some sort of linear fashion, but that isn't how the Bible depicts him. The Bible depicts God as over and above all of creation, both past, present, and future. So God has sovereign control even over those things that have not yet taken place because everything is under his almighty hand. This is something that we should embrace. It's something that we should revel in, something that we should celebrate because we know that God has made promises to us as well. The great promise that Christ will return and that The dwelling place of god will be with man and that we will ultimately dwell with him in perfect fellowship these three thoughts come from the assigned reading of isaiah chapters 40 through 44. if you'd like to read through the bible with me you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description or by joining the facebook group through the bible where we are reading the text of scripture together